so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture at Los Angeles, 2017. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only... Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. Who am I? I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And what is this? It's a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. And we just watched season five, episode 15, Triple Play, which aired on January 27th, 1990. And I was wondering last episode why this was called Triple Play. And I was right, right. at least according to the episode's IMDb page. It's called Triple Play because it has three storylines. Oh, it does. You're right. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's why I remember yeah. I thought it was the the Blanche Dates a Baseball Player episode for a minute, and then I was... But it's definitely not that. Yeah. So our three storylines, Blanche is uh, trying to pick up men by pretending to sell a car. Which and is kind of genius. It's pretty genius. And uh, Rose meets Miles' daughter, Caroline, who sucks. And Sophia is getting a shit ton of money from the government and doesn't <laughs> want to give it back. That is a dream. And here's what I'll say about this episode is that I think you said you noticed it all took place in one day, one day? which is rare. It doesn't there's, there's Are episodes. you sure it takes place in one day? Yeah, because they wake up in the morning and there's that car. Wake up in the morning. morning. <laughs> okay. I don't know that. Um, yeah, they they I'm trying, to pull, I'm trying to pull up the name of the dude, but they um, yeah, it's it is. I yeah, it's all in one day. I don't I think in the beginning and the, when they're having breakfast. Yeah, because she's coming in that day, Miles' daughter. That's right. And they meet up and yeah, then they talk about having day. lunch or something. You're staring so intensely at me right now. You've I'm literally pretty sure. I'm shifted pretty sure. your body and leaned forward to stare yeah. at me so intensely. Well. Here's what I'll say. I know sometimes they have A stories, B stories, and then like a runner. Yeah. But this episode, having three storylines, it worked. It really did. It worked. It, it wasn't worked just it, fine. it wasn't messy. Nope. It did feel a little like what I mean, I knew the main story I was supposed to pay attention to, which is the which is Miles's daughter storyline. But it they all felt equally as important. Basically, they all felt fine. Like it it, it felt like a very cohesive good episode. It was good, and they yeah. dovetailed so well. Like yes. it gets to the point where they're like, okay, you take care of my problem, you take care it of my problem. So much. Like it was it was amazing how like it they were able to piggyback each other. With each other's problems. This is what people love about Seinfeld, is that Seinfeld does a good dovetail. I didn't watch Seinfeld when it was on the air. Did you? I would catch it when it was on the air, but I didn't. And I i don't religiously watch it. Like, yeah. my dad loves Seinfeld. Like, Stan loves Seinfeld. Um, I enjoy it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's a great show to watch if you're a writer who's like, ooh, I want everything to, like, I want to set all this stuff up, and then yeah. I want to be able to, like, call it back and then intertwine it's a great, all my stories in a great it's way. It's a wonderful show to write, to, to read for writers, like, in general. So is Everybody Loves Raymond, actually. Mm -hmm. um, but I, yeah, I remember the last episode of Seinfeld. I was in a play, I think it was high school, middle school, I forget. And um, I was in a play and everyone was like freaking out, being like, we're missing the last episode because of this fucking play. And I was like, <laughs> and, and I was like, you guys clearly are dumb, which I, uh, this is probably not a shock to you, but I thought everyone around me was dumb. And I was like, you guys should have learned years ago how to set your VCRs. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because I would have been doing that for years and would get violently angry at my mother, hi, mom, when she would never figure out how to fucking work the VCR. Whoa. She knows this about, this is still a sore subject yeah, between us tell. to this day. It's still very... She gets very panicked when she has to record things now on TV because she's like, I don't want to screw it up. Of course not, because you're so aggressive about it. It's not hard. One time when I was in like seventh grade, maybe I was younger, I don't know, but a kid asked me if I was like going to go to the school dance on Friday and I went and missed TGIF. <laughs> and, that a girl. <laughs> and I meant it. Yes, I as meant you it. should. Suzanne Summers is incredibly important yeah, to our childhood. I was like, um, I believe I believe I saw the promo and Steve Urkel is going to be Stefan Urkel tonight. So I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to be there. Um, you could have set your DVCR though. Well, yeah, but why go to a dance where a bunch of boys were just going to not dance with me and call me baloney boobs? Like They called you baloney boobs? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. You know where they are today? Still in Massachusetts. You don't have to whisper that. 
You guys are still in Massachusetts. It doesn't matter. They're not listening. They're not listening. <laughs> they're not listening. Um, or they're in Florida. Um, in Florida. All right. Let's jump right in. Because <laughs> okay. we have a lot of story to cover. We do. We do. We do. So we do. Blanche is has rented a Mercedes. Yes. And she's uh, put a, a listing in the newspaper yes. uh, saying that she's selling it. Yes. Uh, because she wants to meet man. Jeez. And... This is what she's doing is kind of smart because I guess it's a smaller car. So like not for like a family, you know, really for a, you know, did she pick the brand suited best for a single man of a certain age? Do you think? I don't know much about cars. I don't either, but I do. I I ask similar questions or I poke. I don't I don't create situations to lure men in. But when I'm talking to a man online or on a dating app or whatever, I always ask like, what's your living situation like? Like, mm-hmm. do you live alone? Do you have roommates? Because that's really going to indicate to me whether or not we're going to have a relationship that can work. Because, like, I'm sorry. I'm not putting up with, like, 17 different roommates. Right. You know? Yeah. Or if someone shares a room. People share rooms. I know. That's weird. Um, I'm Ugh. looking at photos of, like, so let's say it was, like, a 70s, 1970s Mercedes they rented like a, it. It like would have been new, a, a right? Mercedes, yeah, it could have been. Um, but oh, I also I googled Mercedes convertible because I just assume oh. it's a convertible because yeah. that's like you're gonna get someone like fun because that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, if you have like a two seater Corvette, you oh, know. See, now you think that <clears throat> I think you're gonna get someone desperate and begging for their youth. Oh well, maybe, but that could be a man who's having like a midlife crisis, which is what. Like, defines so many of Blanche's men. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think this is pretty smart. I guess the only thing is, and we'll learn later, she didn't fully think about, like, what would happen if the men actually wanted to put an offer on the car. She was actually only thinking about the men arriving and not the details. Right. Which is, I mean, frankly, anybody who is doing anything with the motives of sex runs into this situation almost always the the drive for sex often blurs the reality of life and and you know oh you make mistakes which is why we make so many mistakes i think that blanche Devereaux knows how hot and sensual she is and she thinks she's just gonna strut up in a low-cut outfit and how you doing open that door (laughs) and it's just gonna be like the guy's gonna be like above what car oh you want me to buy a car yeah, that's what it is. She's yeah. she's gonna do her thing where she leans in like that time she was like leaning into Dorothy and whispering in her ear. I don't have kinda, those abilities. Oh, I don't. I, yeah, I know you're here for the Mercedes, but yeah. Oh, I've just got a, I've got a something else out back that maybe we could. I, I don't think, know. I think in my version, in my IRL version of Blanche doing this would be like, oh, well, I have cable. <laughs> and, um, that's what you would. That's and how you I would live in- alone, but I have a cat. <laughs> and this you'd all put in a newspaper? Why? Well, yes. And like, yes. A, yeah. In the, oh, you'd put it on Craigslist? That's great. Um, so then Rose and Miles come home. They were just at, uh, they went to see The Glass Menagerie. Oh, The Glass. Have you seen The Glass Menagerie? I haven't, but I oh. believe I had to read it in high school. So many emotions. And I remember thinking in my head, I kept calling it the glass menage a trois. That's weird. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, I know. It's a great play that y'all should listen to, and it's from Tennessee Williams, who yes. is from St. Louis originally. Um, And I love that I believe, or, Rose, yeah. because Miles said they were going to see a revival of Tennessee Williams, she thought it was going to involve a seance. Why? I don't get that. A revival, like a ghost revival. A revival oh, of, a, of, a, of a person. I see. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's weird. That's really funny. I love that Rose probably came out that morning and she was like, girls, today Miles is going to take me to a seance. We're going to try <laughs> to raise the spirit uh, of Tennessee Williams. Of Tennessee Williams. I also love that she knows who Tennessee Williams is. Oh, well, maybe she didn't even know. Maybe she was just like, I feel like Tennessee Williams raise such, the dead. It was huge enough. I mean, you know, yeah, streetcar named Desire. She like, might know. She probably had a thing for Brando. She might know. Charlie, look at Brando. Oh, Charlie. Guys, I'm also going to apologize for my cough, which is back, which I felt like, I feel like we dealt with this in season two, maybe. What if your cough is kind of, Chronic fatigue syndrome. I don't have chronic fatigue syndrome because I am wide awake right now because we're actually recording this at a decent time during the day. But it's back. I apologize. I'm trying not to cough into the microphone. What is it? I just, when I get a really bad head cold, uh, like a bad one, which I just got over, I will be left with like a lingering cough for like two months. 
That's... It's been going on for many, many years. I'm sure other people have it too. I know I'm not the only one. It's like a, I think my doctor said I, he thinks I have reactive airwaves. So it's like a tickle. Like I just feel a tickle and I have to cough, but nothing mm. comes up. It's not, I oh, feel, it doesn't matter. I, f- I feel that tickle when I look at porn. Huh? It doesn't matter. Everything's fine. Yeah. You feel that tickle when you look at porn? <laughs> oh, boy. So it's Miles's birthday. Yes. And his daughter yes. Caroline's coming in. Caroline. Can we talk about Caroline for a second? So Caroline mm-hmm. was played by Molly Hagen or Hagen. Um, and she's been in she's been everything. In, let's let's talk about some of the things that she been in. Okay, so like she was in Election, which is like cool, mm-hmm. but more importantly, she's also in Big Little Lies. Which Ooh, she was in Sully recently. I'm, I took a quiz. I'm Reese Witherspoon in Big Little Lies. I don't. I'm not watching it because really, it sounds too much like Pretty Little Liars. No, it's a great show. You should yeah, no, watch I'm it. sure it's but great. But the most important show that she has been in, and she's probably most famous for in my heart, is Herman's Head. Oh, wow. Yeah, she is. I loved Herman's Head. Herman's Head had such a stellar cast. Yeardley Smith. Oh, yeah. Voice of Lisa Simpson, but also was an accomplished actress on her own. This is terrible. I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I know I know her from a lot of stuff, but there's definitely like one thing that she really sticks out for me. And it's so dumb. It's an episode of Friends where Monica takes a cooking class, but she's already a chef, so she's really good at it. She teaches the cooking class. And Um, she's asked to leave or something. Well... Yes, she leaves because she's a professional chef. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, she has she's, done. She's, she's accomplished. Damn, Molly. She's working. She's done a lot of stuff. The definition of a working actress. Yep. Um, Good so for her. Caroline's flying in. She's and a so, bitch in this episode, though. Oh, but she looks great in that blue dress. She does look and great. And also, she's Slim wearing waist. heels. Yeah. And she's like as tall as B. Arthur. Yeah, she's fierce. She's tall. She's doing it. She's living. Um. So... Now we get into, now it's breakfast time and we get into um, Sophia's story. Now first, Sophia is serving. This is where we got into this conversation about cream of wheat. Um, (laughs) Are you going to bring up the video? That's so good. We can post the video on Facebook. I want to put it in this episode. (laughs) It won't make sense in the episode. We'll post it on Facebook. It's a video of, it's a. Uh, and let me explain it. Okay. My mother, who is listening, loves, loves, loves this. So I showed her this video because we grew up eating cream of wheat. And Sophia's at the stove making oatmeal. Or and cream I of thought wheat. Cream of something. It's cream of wheat. Um, but uh, there's this video that two drag queens did, and I forget who edited it, but it's 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 a like a still animation of Judy Garland and Liza Minnelli talking about cream of wheat, which is how she says it. And it's very funny. It's the best minute and 50 seconds you'll spend. Here's my question, because it ties into the episode. Would you just eat cream of wheat plain, just literally with nothing else? Yeah, I would. I mean, it's not going to be great, but like the fact that the things that I do to like lose weight no, no, that's not even what I'm talking about. Is like no, but it, as a it, child. No, but it plays into it. Play, I was fat as a kid, always losing weight too. It plays into it. I I grew I grew up eating the stalest, most blandest bullshit in the attempt to lose weight because I thought I was too fat. Aww. So I grew up eating like blandest fuck oatmeal, blandest fuck cream of wheat because I was like I can't have sugar, can't have these things, and of course I'd always get it in other ways. But, uh, yeah, so I would, I would, but, okay. but you're right. It's not normal. Because Sophia's serving it in bowls, and I'm like, oh, there's no... But she probably no, put something in it no, as she was mm, making it, because my I mom will do know, that. Maybe, My maybe. mom will put, like, some heavy cream or, like, some 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 sort of creamer in it like, to, this like, is what give I it a want, sweetness. Right? I, this is what I put in my... I put a lot of stuff in my oatmeal, but, like, yeah, I'll put, like, a little almond milk in it, a little bit of honey, yeah. some fresh fruit, some nuts, maybe a little bit of brown sugar, like, something. That's a lot. I, I, uh, I just make oatmeal... And I put a little almond milk and honey in it. Yeah, well, that's good, too. Or yogurt. I just like a crunch. I'll, put, I'll, I'll do some yogurt in it. Um, so anyway, Blanche, while Sophie is serving this food, uh, Blanche is reading the newspaper, and she's, like, talking about how she wishes that she had the type of money that these yeah. men that are coming over to look at the car had. And so she's Sophia, having the end-of-the-month money troubles. Right. And Sophia comes over, and she's like, oh, looking for a loan, and pulls... Out a, a wad fat of cash. stack of money out of her yeah. apron. Um, and then Dorothy walks into the kitchen and Sophia like quickly puts it away. Yeah. Um, and then there's a really funny moment where maybe you can decipher this moment for me, but Sophia mentions that she had a dream where she was in bed with Warren Beatty and yes. he said, sorry, this is too sick, even for me. What don't you get of that? Well, 
What was going on with Warren Beatty in 1990? I can tell you exactly what was going Thank on with you. Warren Beatty in 1990. You always contextualize these things. There was a lot of press. The, 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 picture it, guys. Picture it. February 1990. H. Allen Scott. There's news that nope, Warren this Beatty... this episode aired in January of okay, 1990. Okay, January, whatever. Okay. There's news that Mr. Warren Beatty is making a film version of the comic strip Dick Tracy with who? Madonna. Madonna. Who's obsessed with Madonna? Mr. H. Allen Scott in January of 1990. Warren Beatty was hot as fuck in 1990. So he does Dick Tracy and everyone's like, oh, he still got it. And then the next year in 1991, what does he do? Bugsy. He leaves Madonna because he meets Annette Bening on the set of Bugsy. He receives an Academy Award nomination. They get married. End of story. Okay, but that doesn't <laughs> but that doesn't quite contextualize her joke, right? Yeah, no, it does. Warren Beatty is hot. He's hot as fuck. He's like known. But he says he's known, sorry, this wait, is listen too to me. Sick listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. He's known for being a a sex symbol. Always has been. Always has been. And the fact and he and he's also been known for being a womanizer, being someone who's been with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And so when he's when he is when Sophia's having a sex string and Warren Beatty is having sex with Sophia he then says, this is too much even for me, which because means he slept with so many with women. almost any woman. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just didn't get it. I was like, oh, no. What's going on with Warren Beatty? God, I would take a Beatty any day. Ugh. Just take, give me your Beatty. <laughs> Bring out your Beatties. Oh, and that does. I don't think she knows how lucky she is. I'm sure she does. Um, how about does Warren Beatty know how lucky he is? I mean, Annette Benning is everything. She needs an Academy Award. I'm very angry about this year's Academy Awards. Let's not bring it up. Change the subject. I also love that the phone rings and Blanche goes to pick it up, which, by the way, every single person who's been going to the Ruleroo Cafe is posting pictures of them it. with the phone. I, I love, love it. it. And you guys picks- keep going to the I'm going to the cafe next week. It's very exciting. I'm I very leave jealous. for New York on this Friday, the seventh, April seventh, and that's the that's this Friday, and uh, I will be there, and I will I will document the entire experience it's very for all exciting. of you. Yes. Um, Blanche picks up the phone and she goes, you know, hello, oh, and how long have you and your wife been technically separated? Because <laughs> he wants to look at the car. Oh, so I love that because Blanche will literally, I mean, she'll, she'll go should, on a date with a guy whose do? wife is in the ambulance. Speaking of the cafe, I think I should organize a meetup at the cafe for our New York fans. That sounds great. Maybe we can do that, guys. Well, keep, keep, go to the Facebook page and I'll announce something. Yeah, we'll that would be it. really fun. That'd be you fun. should do that. Sorry you can't be there. No, that's okay. I'll <laughs> just You'll have to FaceTime me. We will. Um, so now men start showing up to see the car. Yes. And the first guy, the doorbell rings like nine times in this scene. Mm -hmm. So the first guy that comes to the door is James. Yeah. James is, I mean, these actors that actually played them have like pretty good careers. Um, the one guy is like a major voiceover Guy? Is this James? I believe so, yes. I'm, my phone's going back to it right now. Um, so one of them is... Oh, no, James, James is will, played by William Court, who isn't too big. But the second guy, uh, Ronnie Shell, has is like a yeah, long-time he's done, career. Well, has, done a lot. has he been on the Golden Girls before? Um, before this episode or no, after this let episode? Let me see. Let me see. Don't think so. So when James, James no, comes over... Um, he's got all these lines that, I mean, poor Sophia has been really biting her tongue to not make any sexual jokes about Blanche. Um, and James, when he comes in, he's like, how much mileage does she got on her? <laughs> and Sophia just like looks over at Dorothy and she's like, let's just say she's been around the block. Oh, so Jane, William Court has been on two episodes. William Court was in the first, uh, he was in the first season, Flu Attack. Oh. Yeah. And he's who did in, he play? He's in this episode. Um, who did he play in the flu attack? He played... I like that we don't figure this stuff out before he, we start recording. He played Dave. I don't know who Dave is. Oh, Dave! Which one was Dave? I don't know. You, uh, shut <laughs> up! But what's funny is William Court's last um, <clears throat> credit is four episodes of The Fresh Prince of Valair. Nice. Yeah. Um, so then the doorbell rings again, and a kid comes to the door with a delivery for Sophia. Yeah. And she gives him a tip. She's like, here's a president you've never seen. <laughs> and she gives Dorothy a box of watches. Watches. Plural. Have you ever received no. multiple watches no. as a gift? Never. Ever. Ever. Never. Never. 
I don't feel so like I don't even think I've ever received a watch as a gift. I don't know that I have either. Oh, no, I got a Marvin the Martian watch when I was like 12. Oh, I got a goofy watch when I was a kid. But she gave her watches. Yeah. Do you think that it was I was expecting it to be like a pearl necklace. Like that that would have that would have rang more expensive to me than watches to be honest. But but a pearl necklace versus watches, meaning she probably got a really nice watch and then was like, and I'll get it for it another color. Yeah. Yeah. Because why, if you, if you can get one, why not get them all? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we don't know how many watches. Nope. They're just watches. Yeah. Um, and then the doorbell rings and it's Miles. Mm-hmm. And Caroline's here. And again, I know I keep saying this, but when Dorothy <laughs> greets someone at the door, her tone is always the same yeah she's like hi caroline it's so nice to meet you yeah it's it's, it's, it's very really celebratory yeah it, but it's literally it's the everybody it's michael <laughs> oh like michael's you, you here you just had a stroke that's what that sounded like it's like carrie's having a stroke there's a great I love this Rose joke so much. Um, uh, Caroline mentions that she plays the English horn and (laughs) Rose is like, oh, she didn't realize that, you know, instruments could have like nationalities. Nationalities. She's like, although I guess if fire drills can be Chinese and flies can be Spanish and beans can be Mexican. uh, I mix those up. But those are the three that she mentions. Um, Uh, That's funny. Which... Flies can be Spanish brings me back to the episode where um, they're breeding the minks. And oh, remember yeah. where? Yes. Rose is asking Dorothy about Spanish fly, and she's yeah. like, "Fly, Rose. It's it's a beetle or whatever." But she's like, "Spanish fly." It just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I am having a stroke. Yep. <laughs> so then Thomas comes over, and Thomas and James are both kind of fighting over the car. They're going to give Blanche free root canals. They're, They're going to give her so much. So I don't think if someone told me they were going to give me a free root canal, A, I don't need a root canal. So, like, that's not something necessarily yeah, yeah. I'm going for to get for free. Right. But. If I could get a rain check on it, that I might take. Like, if I could get, like, a when this happens. But then what if it never happens? Right. That's why that didn't make sense to me. I mean, in my me. case, it'll happen. It's like he's teeth, like, hey, yes. I will give you uh, free uh, surgery on your tibia. Should yeah. you ever break that yeah. bone in your leg? It's like, well. <laughs> do you ever need any bones shaved down? Because I can do that for you. Yeah. That, I thought that was kind of weird. Also, in the scene, Sophia... Offers to cash a check for one of the guys. You look like you got on on his face. And pulls out the stack of cash. Yes. I have two two thoughts about this. One, Sophia has no reason to, like, that doesn't benefit her in any way, cashing no. a check, except maybe she's just trying to, like, loosen her load of money. Two, she's been trying to hide this money from Dorothy. Yeah, now Why she's, pull it out right in front of her? She's really displaying it out there. Yeah. I mean, the watches were sort of the beginning of it, but yeah. Yes, yes. So she's pulling it right out, and Dorothy asks her where she got the money, and Sophia says that the government has been sending her, you know, a little bit more in Social Security than she normally gets. And Dorothy's like, now how much are we talking about? She's like, enough to have you rubbed out, like if you rat on me. (laughs) The government has given Sophia, we don't know how much time. It's multiple checks a month, apparently. We don't know how much, like, over how how long this has been happening, but they've given her 170 thousand dollars wow which sophia is just cashing i don't think i've made that in my lifetime it's a lot of money i mean i probably have made it in my lifetime i guess i don't know how successful i am what would you do (laughs) in that situation if i was getting oh i would panic literally okay this is what i would do my level of anxiety and being honest is to the point where it is crippling Mm -hmm. so i was with friend of the podcast brandy barber at target last night right Mm -hmm. and oftentimes when i'm at target i like to get myself a little snack and it's it's easter time so there's sweet snacks available Mm -hmm. that i can snack on while i get cadbury creaming no i don't get any of those things because gross what Mm -hmm. i get is i get so target has these like you know the the brock's jelly beans Mm -hmm. they have like the individual bags that are two servings so you know i don't have to get the whole bag yeah so i open the bag while i'm shopping and i eat all the jelly beans at the store and then Afterwards, I get a Reese's egg cup, and I have that as a snack for later. Um, And this is what I have at the store. Well, as I'm checking out, I notice I didn't scan 
the individual 79 cent bag of jelly beans. Were you doing self-checkout? Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't scan it. And I was leaving and I felt so guilty that I went back and I found the empty wrapper in my cart. And I was like, I need to pay for this. And I paid, I had a separate transaction for a 79 cent thing of jelly beans. So that should indicate to you. So the answer you, is you would immediately uh, panic. I would immediately panic, call someone and be like, <laughs> this needs to stop. I mean, I have money from a book deal that I won't even use. Like it is in a separate bank account, just incurring interest right now. Cause I'm terrified of it. I'm, Why? Cause I'm terrified of them wanting it back if they hate the book. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. You, well, you shouldn't feel that way. I'm just, not know. about that. Yeah. That was well-earned money. Well, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not quite earned yet, but yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely give it back, I yeah. guess. Um, then, out on the lanai plug, uh, Rose and Caroline and Miles are eating lunch. Yeah. And it's weird. It's a weird fish dish <sighs> with, like, Red Hot Spries. Um, <laughs> and Rose mentions that she has a birthday cake for Miles. Yes. And what we know about the ingredients is that in some countries, it's a vaccine. Which, I mean, you know, yeah. But there's, <laughs> there's like, there's normal things that can be vaccines, like too. what? I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, I don't know, like, aloe. But a vaccine? Okay, maybe it's one not. to say like, oh, it's some sort of treatment for something for a wound. Well, her and her and her and a vaccine. That's yeah. like a vaccine. It's like you're gonna take this and then the shit's never gonna happen to you. That would be amazing. Like, what can you put in food anyway? So Caroline follows Rose into the kitchen Caroline, and manages no, not to it's attempt sort of to ruin her life. Yeah, but it's also one of those things that like a child, I feel like an adult child would do to protect their their parent. But so Miles Miles's wife, ex widowed, you know his not wife, ex, yeah his 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 he she he's, died. He's um, a, he's not a widow. He's a widower. What's the difference? It's the uh, there's one for works. male and one for female. Yeah, let's move beyond gender, Carrie, and let's reach a place of equalness. Thank you. I just Googled widow man. Um, oh, it says a man is not a widow. Oh, a man's a widower. Sorry, go so ahead. So he's a widower. Rules, guys. But that sounds like someone who widows. Yeah, everyone's a widow. He's a widower. Everyone's a widow. He That's, who widows. We're subscribing to a new level of communication. Everyone's a widow, male, female. Okay. Um, so he's a widow. And and uh, and she. It's, he's not a newsstand. He's a new stan. <laughs> Sorry. And he. Um, and it's it's fairly recent, but not totally recent. Anyway, it's recent, of course, for the daughter, who also let's remember lost a mother, and she is very protective of her father, very clearly. And this is the first time she's meeting her father's new girlfriend, and they've been dating for a handful of months. It seems you know we don't really know the time period, but it does. It's it's fairly new. And um, and she says, he's not over my mother. You need to stay away from him and give him distance. And so she, I get why she's doing it. The delivery of it was really harsh and cold. And Well, because she says, if you really care about him, the best thing you can do is stay away. Yeah, I don't like, I'm sorry. I love you and everything you've done, especially Herman's head, but I don't like the acting. Well, also, it's really interesting. They've just met. It's just a, really interesting to me that someone have the gall to do that. Yeah, I understand that she's hurting and she loves her father, but if she really loved her father, talk to him about yeah. it. Like you're you're yeah. just putting everybody into an uncomfortable situation. Especially now. when you know this woman has three roommates that are essentially like family. Like everyone's gonna be involved. Yeah, and not only that, but you know, obviously Miles gets upset when he hears that she has said this. Yeah. So I was well, we'll get to that when we get to it. But it's, it was upsetting to me. Yeah. I don't um, like how it was handled. But whatever. So Rose is upset by this and she's sitting in the we it like goes to a commercial break. She comes back. She's sitting in the kitchen, just very upset. And Blanche walks in and mm -hmm. she's just overwhelmed by all these men. All mm -hmm. these men want this car and she doesn't know what to do she now. She just assumed that when they saw her, they wouldn't want the car anymore. They all want the car. And so all the women walk in. It's actually it's actually a really organic, nice way that because oftentimes there's some action that has to happen for all of the girls at the same time to walk into the kitchen to have the sit down mm -hmm. to, to talk like in part B, you know, to talk about uh, uh, you know, the, the problem. And in this one, they all just sort of converged 
mm-hmm. very naturally through all of their other storylines into the kitchen. Yeah. Which I liked. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah. And, and Blanche is, grabs Miles' cake and she's going to take it out to the guys. Yeah. And she's like, no, but that's Miles' cake. And um, Blanche ends up telling a story about how, you know, George's mom, George's mom wanted him to marry a virgin. And <laughs> I think Rose is like, how did you know, how did she know you weren't a virgin? And Sophia goes, uh, Maybe it was all those. Maybe it was all those honk. If you've had Blanche bumper stickers, yeah, um, which is great. Yeah, and then so Blanche wants Dorothy to solve the problem with the men, and she's like, "Look, I have my own problems. I have a mother who stole money from the government." Sophia's <laughs> like, "What? It's not like I'm an elected official." Mike drop. Yeah, yeah, um, that was a good moment. And then we go into Sophia's bedroom. Yeah, where she is. She's a pillowcase filled with cash, money into a pillowcase. What is she going to do with that? I mean, I guess it might be an immigrant mentality of you don't trust the bank, so you store it under your bed or like under the floorboard. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that's sort of I get her mentality on fire. Yeah, that's the danger. That's the and that's part of. I mean, again, historical moment, guys. During um, the Great Recession, that's that's a large part of like what really caused panic was that you know banks sort of fell apart and people started taking out because they were panicking. They took all their cash out of the banks and Mm -hmm. would store it under floorboards and stuff. And it caused sort of the banking system to crumble, which just caused more of a depression. Um, And, and which is why they FDIC, is that what it's called? FDIC insured, Um, which is why banks have that now Mm -hmm. so that people in a moment of like a recession don't panic and take all of their money out of the banks. And then our economy crop topples. Um, so Sophia is just sort of doing that immigrant mentality of sort of depression era, you know, they're giving the money, got to keep it tight to you, got to keep it close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It reminds me of, uh, oh, too bad she's not friends with, um, what's his face anymore? Mickey Rooney. Remember oh, when yeah. Mickey Rooney was there and he had all this money. Um, so Dorothy, I love, love, love this moment between Dorothy and Sophia where she sits her down and. Because, like, Sophia's not going to give the money back. And Dorothy sits her down and she says, you know, she remembers when she was a little girl that, you know, Sophia told her the story of how excited she was to come to America, how wonderful it was, how much it meant. And she says, you know, you were the first one who made me feel proud to be an American. You put the flag in my hand. And, um, you know, I think you should take a moment and think about what America has given you. Yeah. Which is a really good point. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, I mean, she really made it an American sort of patriotism story, which mm-hmm. I think is probably the natural way to get Sophia to come on board. Yeah. Because Sophia, you know, she loves, she, she loves this country. Right. And I mean, it's not like Sophia, you know, how do you sort of, if, if you're just like, well, you're stealing from the government, you yeah. know, that like sort of abstract, it's not like a face to a person. Well, and it's also, it makes so she it... she can't, she can't, you know, play that angle. It, it, it sort of makes like, there's, especially right now with all the talk about like immigration and stuff, um, there's oftentimes, you know, immigrants who work really, really hard to get here mm-hmm. are coming for reasons that is because they love this country and they love the opportunity this country provides. And in many respects, I mean, in my experience with immigrants, they've always been the most patriotic of people yeah. I know because and they work they, harder than everybody because else. Because they take it for granted that, that, you know, they, they don't take for granted sort of the liberties often that we have, we just take that are just well, yeah, accepted that we've been to us. Born with, Not to say that we aren't patriotic, right. that we don't love our country, we don't work hard. It's just that from their perspective, maybe they've come from a place that, and like, like Sophia probably mm-hmm. growing up under Mussolini, she probably was like, oh, I would like a job and to be able to send my kids to college and mm-hmm. these things. And so she moved to the country, yeah. to the United States to, to really sort of thrive. That would be like us going to Canada and like getting surgery or having a doctor's appointment and have them being like, you don't owe any money. And us being like, what, what oh are my you God, talking about? Is, I'm going to go to the doctor all the time. We would owe money, though. Money. We would owe money. Yeah, but like <laughs> 20 bucks for no, like. No, we would owe more than that. We're American. For like a surgery. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> David Sedaris has great stories about learning what it was like to have uh, health care in, like, France. Oh, when you become a different citizen, of course. <laughs> like, when you, I mean, because he became a dual citizen because he married a French man. Gets Hugh. That. Gets that. But yeah. I don't think Hugh's French, though. He's... Actually, I don't think they're together anymore. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't want to say that with 100% certainty, but I'm... <sighs> 
I could be wrong. Um, I don't like know him. I'm just basing it on his stories that I read. Um, so, oh, so then Sophia, um, she, there's a joke where she wonders if the government's going to want the money back knowing that she rolled around in it naked. That's so gross. <laughs> you think so? Yes. Do you know that microscopically there's a high percentage of like physical, like money, like paper yeah. money um, that has traces of fecal matter, fecal matter and yeah. cocaine on it? You know what may have more um, traces of fecal matter on it? Your cell phone. Yeah. Because you use it in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So really, who's gross now? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you turning this around on me? I'm just saying, reality. We're all sitting naked somewhere and we're all touching fecal matter. So we might as well just learn to wash our hands I'm a little and bit of a roll germaphobe. around in the money. I, well, I wouldn't say I'm a germaphobe, but I do keep my hands clean a lot. But I actually wa- wipe down my phone with a disinfected wipe a lot. Really? I do. Just because, like, I just realized I put it up to my face. Yeah, it still works. Um, So then Blanche goes out onto the Lanai, show plug, and she sits down with um, Miles and Caroline. And I actually, I really like that Blanche is the one who confronts Caroline. Blanche just, like, rips the Band-Aid in the most Blanche way possible. She's like, so did you tell your father what you said to (laughs) Rose? Did you tell your daddy about your little talk with Rose? I mean, it was so, like, confrontational, like, schoolgirl, like, I'm going to lay it down for Rur here. It was, it was really, really great. And Real talk. She ends up, um, in, but, but, but at the same time, when Miles looks like he's, like, whoa, what, like, starting to get very upset, she's like, nah, nah, nah. Like, she tries to, you know, keep the situation calm and. I'm surprised she didn't go in the direction of, of, uh. I'm a widow as well. Like, I know what this is like. Like, I'm surprised she didn't sort of make oh, it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, she is a widow. That's that's one thing that I remember from the first season. Um, there's a really, really beautiful line where I think Sophia's having, I think the hurricane's happening and Sophia's having a medical problem. And both Rose and Blanche acknowledge saying like, oh, no, both Rose, there's another episode. I forget which episode, but they all acknowledge we've all lost our husbands. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Where it's it's and they know what death looks like, right? And it's it's a it's a really poignant thing. Mm-hmm. It's a poignant thing yeah. for those women to really share that yeah. commonality and how Dorothy just doesn't have that. And but what I like about what Blanche says to Caroline is she's like, look, like basically she can understand where Caroline's coming from because yeah. like there are women out there that would try to take advantage of that vulnerability. Yeah. But she's like, I'm here to assure you that Rose isn't that type of person. Yeah. Um, I also feel like they gave Blanche, I feel like they gave Blanche this task uh, in the scene is because she was talking about how like, um, how there are also some like scummy guys out there where she's like, well, I've, I, I've had men call me while their wives were in intensive care, <laughs> which... It, it, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, this is this is why they had Blanche take care yeah. of this because yeah. of that amazing line. Um, and and then it she, kind of brings Caroline around. Mm-hmm. It kind of it kind of solidifies because Miles just gets up and goes to Rose, which is exactly what he should do. Mm-hmm. Just gets up and says, yeah. I wish you to talk to me first and literally yeah. goes and fixes the problem. Right. Because he like knowing Rose, like he knows she's just sitting yeah. down somewhere like incredibly upset. Her intentions are just 100 percent good. But then like but then Caroline's like, I just, you know, why is he doing this? And I love that like. Blanche, well, like, he has needs. Like, he has needs. I know. It's so good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to know about my dad in that way. Um, <laughs> oh, he has needs. Oh, um, God. We all got needs. <laughs> so then. I got chocolate needs. So then we go into the living room. <laughs> there are still, we've also, while all of this has been going on, again, because they've been managing to keep these three storylines kind of going yeah. um, and, and sort of intersecting with each other. Meanwhile, there have been five men standing around in the living room. <laughs> and I guarantee you only two of them are talking. I'm sorry, there are four men. Only two of them are talking. Two of them aren't. They're still in the living room. They're all kind of like sort of crouched and, and, and like making hand gestures. I'm like, you can tell they're not really saying anything, but it looks like they're supposed to be arguing. Like, yeah. I, I want the car. No, I want the car. I want the car. I, the car is I mine. I feel like that's something naturally that men would do. 
Oh, I oh yeah, I can see a bunch of men like puffing their chests out and beating Ugh. their chests in front of a woman to be like, yeah. "I'm the man with the most uh, most money who deserves the car." Yeah. Um. So Dorothy and Sophia have been tasked with getting rid of these men, yes. but Blanche wants to keep Thomas and James. Yeah. Who are also the names of, if any of you have children, two of the trains on uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> A.K.A. Shining Time Station, which is what uh, the TV show of it. How do you know where, that? Because I have a little brother. Shining Time Station, the first, uh, the, the conductor who, he was a tiny man, meaning like they shot him on green screen or whatever, and he was shrunk down. The conductor, he was like pocket size. Wow, this show was like on acid. Yeah. George um, Carlin, right? Shining Time Station, it was, uh, well, first it was Ringo Starr. Yes. And then it was George Carlin. <laughs> What? <laughs> it was a beetle and like the most crass comedian. Yeah. It was, I love it. I love it. It is like a an acid trip. Yeah. It's anyway, but Never they're also biblical names. Um, <laughs> Which is the point of the joke. <laughs> well, yes, but they're, I'm just saying they're also the names of trains. Yeah, they're also Thomas the names the main of blue like one. probably people who live on my street. All right. Thank you for <laughs> undermining. <laughs> My feelings. Oh, it's Thomas. What is the show called? Well, the show is called Shining Time Station, but I don't think the show's on anymore. Now it's just like Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, it's animated. Yeah, and they have all these like new trains and helicopters. Clearly you wanted to go back to its original. I just liked it with the tiny little conductor man, and there were these kids, and they talked to him. Um, Sophia tells the men the car is no longer for sale because it's haunted. (laughs) And she goes, I know because I rode in it. And the guy's like, you look okay. And she's like, I'm 27 years old. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) I thought that was really funny. It's really good. And I like, I kind of wanted Sophia to like, (laughs) did you not hear it? No, I did, but it's really funny. I thought it was great. I want, I want Sophia to pitch that as a TV show. <laughs> I get 20, 27 year old woman inherits did, an old car. She did that in another and it episode. Her, she, and she, she turns did, into an old lady. She did. There's another episode where she kind of plays with it. Where oh no, it's in the it's in the, what, the second to last episode I believe. Um, where they freeze their heads and Sophia's talking oh, about God. how the new rage is a is a eighty year old head on a twenty year old's body. <laughs> oh jeez, that is um, gross. <laughs> but that's really funny. Um, yeah. But then Dorothy pulls James and Thomas into the kitchen or she yes. pulls them aside. And Sophia goes to the other two men who haven't spoken because they're extras. The one in the red sweater looked a little bit like Rob Reiner to me. Oh, I see that. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, hey, you ever watch like whatever, you know, prank show? Well, I'm Kay Ballard. Yeah, who I take I, off who, this mask. I, I did not know who that was, but I Googled it and she's a character actress, comedian. Yeah, I've for heard years. of her. Yeah, she's been around. Yeah. She passed away in 2015. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, so then uh, Dorothy ends up making a date with Thomas. Yeah. For 8 p.m. that night. Which, go Dorothy, get that D, like, go after it, like, good Mm -hmm. for you, game on. Yeah, I'm glad she did that, because A, Blanche has got enough men, and B, you know, Dorothy should get some sort of commission from Blanche for solving this problem for her. Yeah, exactly, and she did, in the form of a man. Mm Mm-hmm. And then as Thomas is leaving, Sophia gives him some money, and she's like, here, take her someplace decent, which is sweet. Yeah. Um... So back to Rose and Miles. Um, Rose, and this breaks my heart, she sincerely wonders if she's taking advantage of Miles' vulnerability. I think naturally that's what Rose would do in that situation. I know. Because she doesn't want to, it's like when someone, it's like when someone says, I had someone like this who made a judgment of me yesterday on the Facebook. Uh Uh-oh. I know. And I was, this reminds me of Rose's moment because Caroline made a very clear judgment uh, like n- uh, unintentional judgment of of Rose, you know. And this guy on Facebook yesterday, I posted some joke about because the poppies are in bloom or something in California, <laughs> and like every fucking person is like posting pictures of them in a field of flowers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <I'm sorry>. and, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, just wait for it. There's a reason I say this. So everyone is posting pictures of them in a field of flowers with these poppies and everything. And I look at it and I'm like, this is a fucking Zyrtec <laughs> ad. This is like, this looks like allergy 101 avoid. And I posted this stupid joke, a stupid joke being like, 
Everyone in LA has posted pictures of themselves in a field of flowers because nobody has a job. <laughs> it's just like they're taking pictures and flowers. So I post that stupid, right? Very yeah. clearly a joke. Yeah, dumb. Someone says, they they respond, what do you do for a living? And I say what I do for a living, you know, which whatever is what it is. And then the person responds this saying. A stranger. This is someone I kind of know. And yeah. um, they respond being like, based on your social media present, it doesn't look like you have a job. And I'm like, what the fuck? How, wait, how? And I, I literally say it. Like, I say it publicly yeah. in the comment. Like, how dare you pass judgment? You know, from from looking at your social media presence, it looks like you have an STD. Like, it's... it's Damn! I mean, it's like, if you want to go in that route, we could go in that route. But I'm not going to do that because I'm better than that. Anyway, um, <laughs> then he private messaged me and he said it was all... He didn't mean it that way. And I'm like, came off that way. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. But I'm just saying, so in this situation, right. like... This person passed a judgment on, and so now even I think I'm like, does my social media feed look like I don't work? Like clearly I'm surviving, so obviously I'm working in some capacity. It's funny because you say my social media feed, and I'm racking my brain. I'm like, I just see pictures of you like in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you're showering because you have you have a job. To I do. have things to do, <laughs> places to go. Oh man. Oh god. So, Miles. <laughs> convinces miles reassures rose yes. that you know he's not like he's not going anywhere yeah. um and and you know and if caroline doesn't like it like tough titty i <laughs> he says to rose he says i'm staying around if you'll let me and rose did you hear the sexual undertones in her voice when she was like Oh, I'll let you. I did not see that. I lit, I did a double take. I like, was like, like. <laughs> but I bet their sex I, life is incredible. I bet it is too. I bet it's the most fun, laughable, like <clears throat> jovial sex. It's like sweet and intimate and loving, but at the same time, like. Wait when a those... second. Sorry. Go what? on. You know, like I think it's <laughs> I think it's a really nice, healthy sexual relationship where they genuinely respect each other and they respect the and they probably and she probably giggles <laughs> you know at the things it's very sweet actually thinking of it thinking of them having sex it seems very nice i bet it's nice i just thought of something completely unrelated what? well not un- completely unrelated miles is in like the witness protection program yeah so it's kind of not miles isn't even his time. real name when you're in the witness protection program you are you don't you are not allowed to have any contact with friends or family Okay. Well, Caroline's here. Is Caroline Caroline's oh, good his daughter? Good point. Good point. What if she's an undercover agent as well? Wow, we just came up with some weird fan fiction. Well, he just she wouldn't be she just wouldn't know where he is. Who's Caroline? Yeah, who's Caroline? Dun, dun, dun. She can't be his daughter in an alternate because universe. Because his name isn't even really Miles. Wow. Whoa, you guys. We just came up with some things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Caroline's an agent checking in on him. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of like other thing going on with Caroline. Man. Do you think Caroline works for the cheese man? No, I can't even think no, about it. No, Caroline doesn't work for the cheese man. But but maybe Car- if, she, if Caroline did work for the cheese man, Caroline came in to sabotage their relationship intentionally to hurt Miles because the cheese man is trying to get back at Miles. Or... Maybe Caroline is trying to save Rose <gasps> by getting her away from Miles because she knows the Cheese Man's going to kill Miles. And if Cheese Man kills Miles, Cheese Man might try to what kill her too. What if this is how they came up with the movie Salt with Angelina Jolie? Yes. Yeah. What if, what if Caroline is the early origin character behind Salt and Rose is <laughs> the person she has to find? <laughs> Do you know what? I thought that doing this recording this podcast earlier in the day was going to make us appear more like grounded and less slapsticky and silly and drunk. Not happening. But no, no, not, not happening. at all. Speaking of cheese, um, Blanche, when Ro- when Rose and Miles are kiss- kissing and she walks in and she's like, stop it with that. You'll dry out the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Blanche? <laughs> That is such a rose line to me. I'm going to start saying that to people. You'll dry out the cheese. Yeah, I don't don't eat that (laughs) much cheese. I don't have a dairy allergy, but I don't eat very much cheese. I'm not a cheese person. I 
fucking love cheese. I, you seem like the type. I love like cheese. you seem like like I saw there was this bottle. I was at Bevmo last night. Love Bevmo. <laughs> I do too. And there was this wine called Troublemaker, and it just it screamed like. A bunch of like, no offense to anybody listening, but it seemed like you know a bunch of ladies. You're not gonna like, make fun of people who do yoga again, are you? Uh, well, yes, but it seems like a bunch of ladies like out being like, "We left our husbands at home and we're drinking our wine." Troublemakers, <laughs> more cheese! Oh my god, I love brie. <laughs> like that's like that's literally. I saw the bottle and it had this just image flash through my head of just a bunch of women drinking troublemaker wine, being like, "So he said." Poo! That's really funny. Yeah. They yeah, that, that does cheese. paint an image. More guac! Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I can't. It's I can't. Just... It's the healthy fat. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so Dorothy breaks the news to Blanche that um, James never wants to see her again and Dorothy's going out with Thomas, yeah. meaning yeah. that Blanche has actually spent money yes. on this endeavor. Yeah. And she didn't even get a single date out of it. Nothing. She's got nothing. That's the other thing. It's the end of the month. Blanche is worried about finances. And yet she's spending money to rent a fucking car to try to get men. And she only scheduled, what, four? (laughs) This was a very ill, ill, What Blanche does happens. I, I think it's happened before on the Golden Girls. If not, it's happened on another show. And What's I, it? The, what Blanche does. So Blanche says, Blanche gives Dorothy yes, the keys. I know exactly to, what it is. Thank you. Blanche gives Dorothy the keys to the Mercedes and says, on me. You take the car. You go and you have yourself a good time. And then uh, and then she says. Dorothy's Blan- like, oh, Blanche, thank you so much. And then Blanche is like, you had it coming. And, and she leaves. And then Blanche goes to the telephone and dials and says, I would like to report a stolen Mercedes. Yes. And Rose is like, oh, 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 no. She's going to get into so much legal trouble. So this happened in the episode where all the women are staying up late cooking yeah. for the wedding. Gonna oh, roast the, vase, the chicken. The vase. Yes. yes. And she gives. She gives Dorothy the gives, And then they're all like, how could you? That was so expensive. Our Hello, budget. police. Yes. Yeah. That you're right. It's a recycled joke. But, okay, good. I'm glad we figured but, that out. Here's what I don't like about this moment. It worked in that episode. It did. But in this episode, Dorothy has just literally made the date with Thomas five minutes earlier. Yeah. For eight o'clock p.m. Yeah, it's not still. They're going to find it in their driveway. It's going to be in the driveway. Yeah. So, like, I get it, haha. But like, you guys, you've done that joke before, and also, it's not really applicable unless Dorothy's leaving. To go on the date right now. Literally. And then you want to make it even deeper. And it's a rental car. The police are going to show up at the house. Mm-hmm. They're all the women are going to be there. Yep. And Blanche is going to get arrested for doing false reporting of crimes. Well, I don't know that she'd get arrested because what she'd do is she'd be like, oh, it's been in the driveway what the if- whole time. That's what she would say. <laughs> and then Silly me. And Sophia would be like, I'm 27. And then they would just all leave. And everyone's like, just um, go. This house is filled with criminals. <laughs> just go. They're stealing money from the government. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what would happen. The police would yeah, show up and yeah. Sophia would have a bag of oh, money. Oh, God. This is a horrible situation. Oh, oh, that would have been if they and could have made. And they're harboring a criminal, or they're harboring a person who's under witness protection yes! program. I mean, it's like a whole spiral. Oh my gosh! It's a whole spiral. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. And Carol's just like Carolyn's just like I gotta get out of here, guys. I gotta go report this to the FBI. Yeah, yeah. I gotta take my blue Diane von Furstenberg. Rat but she dress. doesn't leave naturally. She climbs out of the house because she works for the FBI. And that's yeah. More fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder. Do you think? I think that Caroline would have apologized to Rose. I think so, too. I, and I think they probably would have been good friends. I think they would have hugged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Of course, if she isn't working for the cheese man. And that's the episode. I loved it. I actually, I enjoyed it, too. I thought it was, I thought it was nice. Um, what's, do you have a golden, I'll go golden takeaway first. You always go first. Okay. Why change it up today? I mean, you know, why not? My golden takeaway from this episode is I need think, I think I need to actively find some aspect in my life that I can use something that is within my possessions to offer to men to come into my life for sexual adventures like Blanche is doing. So like, for example, I don't like online dating. Like it's never, I don't do, it's not very good for me. You know what I mean? It's not really working for mm-hmm. me. So I created a link on my website, hlnscott.com slash date with very specific questions about uh, questions like, 
how many dick pics have you sent this past week? What 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 your what are your favorite Kathy Bates performances? Like important questions that relate to me that are very much identified to me, and I may or may not respond to them mm-hmm. because you know social anxiety. There's a lot of response, a lot of anxiety in responding mm-hmm. to these people, especially if I only lukewarm have interest. So um, I like that Blanche is taking initiative in her love life and using all the resources at her expense, and I am sort of doing that in my life with hallenscott.com/date. That's really great. Thank you. That's a really wonderful sentiment. Um, my golden takeaway is I just realized I don't have any bumper stickers on my car. But oh, you don't. If someone gave me one that says "Honk if you'd had if you've had Blanche," yeah, I would one hundred percent put it on my car. So I'm just saying to you, Golden Girls artists out there, you guys who make beautiful oh, Golden that. Girls I don't have art, anything. You know what we should have on the back of our cars? The Mike Dennisons, the Kevin Kleins, you guys. I know what we need. What do we need? We need, you know, those fucking people, the families out there, the annoying families that have, have like the, 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 the little silhouette characters of, of how many all the people, families, yeah. like the type of family they yeah. have. We should have that with the Golden Girls. Ooh, that's a great idea. But then we'd have to leave off some because I only live with a cat. Well, no, <laughs> so but you would just I put would miss, the four I'd, women on. I'd it. put, oh, yeah, let's just do all the four women and then Mr. Peepers. But no, but if Rose, you, you got ne- Mr. Peepers never lived in Blanche's house. That's okay, but like you have to offer like an animal if they have an animal in their house. So it's okay, either going to be so Dreyfus or like, Mr. Peepers. Count Bessie, the showbiz chicken. Well, you can have a chicken too, but you have to and have Fernando the bear. Okay, Fernando too. Yeah. yeah, we need all of these guys. So if we can make this happen, because we're not creative enough, we really need you guys to. But we will promote the shit out of it. I really want to honk if you've had Blanche bumper sticker now. I. I would do that. We could probably create it, but sure. I don't. I, but I think ours would be bad. We need someone with an artistic brain. Yeah, because we just we just do this. <laughs> this is all we can do. Yes. We're not good at anything um, else. <laughs> overall, great episode. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, um, and if you guys are following along with the podcast, the next episode we will be watching is Clinton Avenue Memoirs. It has nothing to do with Bill or Hillary Clinton. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only bumper sticker I have. Oh, is a Hillary? I have I had a ready for Hillary for years that I drove through Texas once, and my friend that was with me was like, oh, yeah, "I should take that off." No way, um, own it. Oh no, I kept it, and then I put a a rainbow one on, and then someone gave me she she created these H stickers that like window decals, mm-hmm. you know. But because I'm H, I just like keep it on because I love cool. it. It's H, yeah. and it goes well with my license plates. Ugly. Yes, I like your ugly. Yeah. Oh. Who Alexa was just talking Alexa. to you, I think. <laughs> I, got, um, I got a little scared. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you want to learn more about the... Alexa, what Alexa, are you... Alexa, be quiet. We're recording the podcast. How embarrassing. <laughs> Is she done? I don't know. We're recording. Well, guys, if you love the podcast, you can go to outonlineye.com and love it more. Or you can go find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golden girls. Uh, or I'm forgetting everything now. Alexa threw me off. We're or at Twitter. golden girls pod on Twitter. Yes. And if you guys want to make a donation to the podcast, you can go to out on slash donate. And that money goes toward buying new equipment. It goes toward hosting every uh, hosting. It goes to doing the live shows that the live show we just did. That's going to be airing soon. And I so think great, you, guys you guys will really, 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 like it so great um and you can donate as little as a dollar a month if you want to sign up for yeah, a, you really can. a patreon monthly donation every dollar counts yeah. and if you guys can't donate but you still want to show some love to the podcast you can go to itunes and you can rate and review us because that gets more eyes on the podcast and, and you can tell your friends and family and all doing, about it and doing that guys because hulu has Golden Girls now. We've seen some more popularity in the podcast, which is amazing. We love that people are discovering the podcast because of Golden Girls on Hulu. But we should help our friends and our family know about this because now that they can very freely watch the Golden Girls from the beginning, we should uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends and family that they're, you love this podcast and that you, they should watch the episodes on Hulu and then listen to the episode that corresponds with the one they just watched. Yeah, yeah. and... 
as always, keep all those uh, <clears throat> Twitter or Facebook messages coming in. We absolutely love talking to you guys and yeah. in, in sharing so much Golden Girls love. And keep sending us your Rula Rue Cafe pictures. Yeah, and, I might be there with you guys. And I wonder if people would come. You think there's enough of people in New York who would I come and meet me there? I think there are enough people that would come. You should put because it out I on have, social media. I would be very sad. And like, I don't think there's enough antidepressants in the world if I showed up and no one was there. If you show up, though, you're going to be surrounded by Rue McClanahan's like everything so like that in and of itself should make it a great true. experience true okay well there okay we go. you feel okay i mean i wish you were there because uh, you know anxiety but yes right i get yeah it. it'll be great guys we'll get some cake or something cheesecake yeah i'll yeah. bring a friend okay a buffer all right <laughs> and as always guys remember to stay, stay golden, golden.